And we're back, Stripe Show podcast on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. You know what that means, Tuesday. Time to look ahead to the next PGA Tour event. Full force right now. The boys are in Vegas. Hopefully they made it through Sunday. As I saw a few of them going out on the strip, a little partying. Harry Higgs was, I believe, going to have a few cocktails. Joel Damon has pictures, I believe, but we haven't seen them. Maybe I can reach out to his caddy, Gino, to see if he has access. Full uh, hangover, maybe, perhaps, type of night. But, uh, well, anyway, 78 of them will be at the Summit Club this week. It's called the CJ Cup. And we've been teasing this special edition of the Stripe Show podcast because the guy sitting next to me here, for those on the video portion on YouTube, thank you for joining us on audio as well. This guy, his name is Beaten the Bookie, and I talked him into giving away his golf gambling package this week. I Venmoed all my money to you so you can share it with the audience. Beaten the Bookie, thank you for joining us. You know, I'm happy to be here. I wish that was the case. I wish you did Venmo me. Um, But, you know, I just decided why not give it out for free on your show, you know, switch it up from doing DFS every week to just, you know, a a betting, a betting show this time. So um, we've got a ton of plays, not, not a ton because we won't be playing, you know, round play, but we've Mm -hmm. got a lot of plays, a lot of two unit plays. So, I mean, it's looking really good. And I'm just happy to give it out for free. Happy to get into it. And, you know, hopefully we can have a, have a big tournament. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's the goal. And, and well, first off, thank you for, uh, for doing that. And you've been on the show many times. And of course, Tuesday in the past, we focused primarily on DFS, but we're actually transitioning now Tuesday here on the Stripe show. We'll be doing a little bit of DFS, but more of the gambling component as well. And of course I, have done a show called cash out with the coaches with Jonathan coachman, where we were doing a lot of that. We're going to be transitioning a lot of that type of gambling into Tuesday. So this will become all things DFS golf gambling. We've got you covered. So it's a good transition uh, to do that. Last year they were at shadow Creek. Jason Kokrak won the event and just quick side note, Jason Kokrak will be on the stripe show podcast next Wednesday with froggy. That'd be something if he went, back to back. He is the defending champion though. This year they are at the summit club, which is a relatively new club out there in Vegas. Uh, very prestige place. It's private. Um, and we're in a situation here this week. It's a little unusual. It's not a full field, 78 players, no cut. You like that, don't you? Yeah. I, I love no cut events because um, it just makes it a lot easier. Like you can have bigger plays, say like I say I have a tournament matchup and you know, one guy misses the cut, you know, and he's only down two strokes. Um, and, and then you lose the matchup right there, but this weekend there's no cut. So we don't have to worry about matchups ending after the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, so guys can have a good round and still come from behind, even on the last day. I think at a no cut event last year, I had a, uh, I was trailing Jordan Spieth by like 10 shots at one point, the guy I had, I think it might've been Justin Rose. And uh, Justin Rose came all the way back from like 10 down and beat uh, Spieth on the last day. So wow. anything can happen on these no-cut events. And it makes like, you know, top four, I like to bet top 40s. It makes top 40 betting a lot easier, obviously, because you only have 78. So you only have to beat half the field to cash. So I like our odds there. I mean, the odds are slightly worse than they would be on a normal weekend, but you have a better chance to cash as only half the field is there. So I do enjoy these events. Yeah, the no cut event, especially 78 players, um, you know, you can compare it to, I guess, kind of a, a WGC kind of situation. Yeah. Um, and usually, you know, when you have four rounds, no cut, that's going to favor the better player, the more skilled player, because they have four rounds uh, to make this happen. So don't be surprised uh, that we see the bigger name, household name, rise to the top here on Sunday and get the job done. You mentioned top 40s. We're going to be getting to that your picks top 40s we'll also be doing some top 20s top 10s round one leaders which you're an absolute magician at i don't even know how you do it uh win tickets 
tourney head to heads. And then uh, you have a, a top country pick at the end as yeah. well. Not top country music, but top country as far as nationality. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no Jason Aldean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's let's talk just a minute about this course here before we get to the top 40s. Uh, the Summit Club, what we know about it, uh, I believe it's about four years old. It, it's not very old. Um, par 72, going to play maybe 72 to 7,300 yards. The one thing you have to know here at this place and in Vegas, we're at some altitude. It's going to play shorter as well. The ball is going to carry. You're probably looking at, um, I've been hearing five, six, seven percent shorter it sounds like it's generous off the tee. Um, you're going to have to really spray it to get in trouble. I don't anticipate a great deal of rough. So when I hear that, you, you know, you instantly start thinking about this could be a bomber's paradise, right? Who can get up there and just sling it off the tee? We know stroke skin approach is always huge. Sounds like big greens with segments in them. So you'll be hitting to particular parts of the green. Um, but I add all this up. And boy, everything, at least in my research, is leaning to the big hitter. How do you see it? Yeah, I see it the same way. It's a bomber's paradise. Um, you know, another low score will win this week, just like last week. Um, especially, you know, with it being no cut, we're going to see some really low scores. So probably mm -hmm. in like the low 20, I mean, you know, 23 under, 24 under. Uh, we're going to see these guys shooting, a, you know, 60, 61. Probably see like a 61 here this week. Um, this will be perfect course for like Bryson DeChambeau, you know, so I was kind of surprised uh, he wasn't playing, but he's probably a little sore after the World Long Drive Championships. Um, and, you know, just, you know, your typical Vegas course. It's actually a lot, right. a lot cooler. It's a lot cooler in Vegas this weekend. I saw the lows were into the 40s. Wow. This week, so um, it will be in like the set high 70s during during the day. So. I mean, it'll be beautiful for Vegas standards. They're not expecting much wind. I saw there was kind of like some fear this week earlier that, you know, they would be expecting, you know, windy conditions, but looks like it'll, it'll be pretty calm for the most part. Um, so I think we're just going to see guys, you know, crushing it, sticking it close to the pin and uh, putting up some good numbers. Yeah, I agree. We're going to be seeing a lot of birdies. So who, who's got length, uh, who's got the approach game uh, to get it in there tight in these particular segments of the green and who can make birdies. And, and that's kind of what we're looking at here. You said no Bryson, but we do have DJ. Uh, can DJ keep his good play going from his time at the Ryder cup who, where he was five and zero? Oh. we do have Justin Thomas. We do have Colin Morikawa. Who's a member here yep. at this golf course. Xander's here. Spies here. Rory, Victor Hovland. My boy, Sam Burns, who took first at Sanderson Farms. Kepka's here. Finau is here. And Sungjae Im is here. And let me remind you from last week, meeting the bookie, what did I tell you? I don't play Sungjae. And I'll take my lumps when they come. And I took my lumps last week. I'm okay with that. But congratulations, Sungjae, on his second win. All right, enough with last week. Let's get to this week. We're going to reel out here. Beating the bookies picks for free. He gives it out every single week. He'll let you know where um, you know, he can, uh, you can access this information on a weekly basis. He's one of the best handicappers, not only in the game of golf, but he does terrific work really in all sports. Is there a sport that you don't do? Because I follow you and it's like, you're a damn ATM machine. Every time you send out a tweet. Yeah. Well this year, I, you know, I've been doing NBA um, but this year is the first year I won't be doing the NBA. I actually have somebody that's going to be doing the NBA for my site this year. So okay. that's, the, that's pretty much the only thing I don't do. Um, but I do, you know, baseball, football, basketball, I mean, college basketball, NHL, soccer, golf. You're very good at soccer. Soccer has been amazing for the last yeah. few months. It's been incredible. Actually. It's like, it's blown away my, you know, expectations. So yeah, just hope to keep it going. You know, had my best golf season last year. So this is our first official, you know, card for the 2021 season. So okay. hopefully we can start this off on a good foot too. Absolutely. We're giving some stuff away too, by the way. So if you want to get into this um, giveaway that we're doing this way, go subscribe to the Stripe Show podcast, leave a five-star rating, 
and uh, comment on who you think is going to win the CJ Cup and leave the final score. So is it Dustin Johnson, minus 22? Subscribe, five-star rating, leave the winner plus the score. And uh, we'll be taking the winner and giving away free instruction from not beating the bookie. Free instruction, golf instruction from me, because that's what I do. We'll be doing some online lessons. I'll give you some training programs. Plus, I'll be sending you some Encore Vero X1 Golf Balls, who is our sponsor of the podcast. And I can promise you the Vero X1 is very, very good. All right, let's get to it. Top 40. I want to start there. Let us go. Real quick, though. I'm ready to go, by the way. Like, I've got everything I need. Pins, Sharpies highlighters so i'm ready to go because i plan on making these bets as well so top 40 let us have it it's great that you're giving the golf lessons because people would not want them for me so um just wanted to make that clear but um so we're starting out with top 40 i've got a uh, four players for top 40 the first we have is harold varner hv3 mr jordan's himself minus 130 at for two units all right so that means i'm, I'm betting two i'm betting 2.6 units to win two for a top 40 finish all right uh harold he's got two top 20s to start this season his wife just had a baby this week so i'm sure he's feeling relief you know relief um he's a hot starter so i like harold to continue his good play and i think hv3 finishes in the top in the top 40 this week. So that's Harold Varner minus 130 for two units for top 40 finish. Got that. Okay. So Harold Varner. Yeah. He has a start. He is a, a fast starter and yeah, you get that baby out and it's like, damn, that feels good. Yeah. Then you start changing diapers and all that. That doesn't, that doesn't uh, scare you away. Huh? Top 40. You're not like, you're not exactly picking him to win. So it's uh, no, he should be, he should be fine. It is, you know, it's relief also. So I think he'll be playing with a, you know, relief off his back, you know, this week. So I expect a good week from, from HV3. The second um, name, do I see Tom Hoagie on there as your second you, top 40? You do. Uh, Tom, he loves Las Vegas. Um, he just finished 14th at the Shriners last week. He finished 36th at the Fortinet Championships. Um, he, he loves playing in Vegas. And I just wanted to give a shout out to his brother, Charlie Hoagie who's one of my followers, one of my friends, he's in Vegas with Tom right now. Okay. So make sure, make sure you let Tom know that we need him to finish in the top 40. <laughs> and, uh, that's, a you know, Tom Hoagie plus plus one thirty five for two units. And, uh, hopefully he can bring it home for us. He would have last week. So hopefully he can get it done. The, uh, what? the net, go ahead. I was going to say he would have, he's played two times. He played the Fortnite as well. He would have brought it home for you in the, in the first two. So yeah, he's playing well. He loves Vegas. Let's keep it rolling. The next um, golfer I, I have really loves Vegas. I mean, it's his last name. So Johnny Vegas. This guy is one of the most underrated golf, un- underpriced golfers on tour. Every tournament, I feel like he's been playing very well. Um, he hit the first round leader for me last year at three M Open, I believe it was. Um, he's just playing very well. Johnny Vegas top 40 plus 100 for two units. Um, he had eight top 25 finishes last season, four top tens. He's playing the best golf of his career. And this course sets up for him well as a bomber's paradise. Uh, if his irons are on, I think he can finish in the top 10. So top 40 at plus 100 was a no brainer for me. Yeah. I like this play a lot. You look at last 24 rounds, Johnny Vegas, he is strokes cane T to green. He's 10th in this field. I mean, he is a superior. We know he can drive it. He is a wonderful driver of the golf ball. He's long. His iron game has been good. Let's put it this way. If he putts great, he might win this damn thing. Now, you know, his yeah. putter is always his opportunity, but T to green open fairways, get it out there long. I like this play a lot with Vegas. He's a fast starter also. I think you can pick up for like 131, 130 to one to win this. Uh, so mm. if that's something you're interested in, um, you can go that direction. So that's Johnny Vegas for two units at plus 100 top 40. The next um, guy we have is one of your guys. You seem to always be on this guy, Travis, uh, Aaron wise. 
Minus one sixty-five. You you picked him, I think, last week. You picked him, I think. I said he looked like he was thirteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, I might picked him last week, but he was eighth at the Shriners. Yeah, he he played well. Yeah. Um. So, um, I like Aaron Wise minus one sixty-five for two units to finish in top forty. He got twenty-six in the Sanderson, eighth at the Shriners. He's got the fifth lowest score the last thirty-six rounds on Fazio courses. So, um, that's consistency there. And that's what I'm looking for here, especially yeah. for a top 40. Really, you want this to finish in the top 20 easily, but I'm mm-hmm. taking top 40 just to be safe. So I think Aaron Wise gets it done for us this week and finishes in the top 40. He's off to so a good those- start um, in the wraparound season, right? Which started at Fortnite yeah. or Fortnite. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know why it's easy to say, but <laughs> you know, he played Sanderson Farms, finished 26. And the reason I liked him last week, is because, well, that's where his coach is, Jeff Smith, and he plays, I think he lives in Vegas. Yeah. And he's played TBC Summerlin a lot. I would assume he's actually been here and has played it and seen it, finished eighth at the Shriners. And I see an uptick in his putting, which is nice. Uh, he's a good ball striker. He's like Vegas, good off the tee, good iron player. He gets a little bit of the putter going, and he can easily be inside the top 20 like he was last week. So I, I think this is a good play. I think 40 is appropriate too, considering – the improvement in the field this week versus Shriners. Um, yeah, I like Aaron Wise. I pull for him. Went to Oregon. He gets that putter just ironed out and finishes in the positive like he has two of the last three weeks. Aaron Wise will be right there. Yeah, and he's playing some great golf. Um, th- you know, this this field is loaded. Mm-hmm. But maybe Aaron Wise, you know, takes a step this weekend and finishes in a top 10, say, and, you know, yeah. takes that next career step for him. Uh, Cause he, he kind of, you know, before the wraparound season, he was kind of fading, you know, he had those went that win early, I think his rookie year. Um, then he kind of took a step back after that. But it seems like towards the end of last year, he really got going again. Yeah. Um, and, and he started this year off great. So hopefully he can keep it going. Uh, All right. Let's so go to top 20. Now we got to elevate it here. Top 20. Who's your first? My first is your boy, Sam Burns, plus 100 for two units. And I, I don't have to say much about this play. The only, only thing I wrote next to my notes was hot. He is hot. Um, he could have won last week. He's been playing some great golf. And this is, he's another guy who starts fast also. Very consistent. I think he's a little mad. He got passed up for that Ryder Cup. But he's playing some great golf. And, uh, you know, top 20 at plus 100 is a no-brainer for me here. Yeah, I love this. Love this play so much. Plus 100, Sam Burns. The next step for everybody now is just to accept the fact that Sam Burns is going to be a top shelf player. Now, he's got to win a major. We know that. And, you know, show the consistency. But this is an opportunity for him to, to continue to show that I belong in the conversation and on the same teams as a Justin Thomas, a Dustin Johnson. So I love this play. I love Sam Burns. You don't have to convince me that he's part of that conversation. He's just got to convince the rest of the world. And this will be another opportunity for him to do that. Yeah. I, I already think he's more consistent than both those guys, you know, JT and Dustin. I mean, he's playing some cons- really consistent golf this last year. So I think he'll keep it going yeah. and he's a young guy. So I'm sure he's going to have fun in Vegas this week. And I look forward to him being in probably the top 10 at the end of the week. All um, right. Up then- next here, we've got, uh, well, there he is. I think I see the name Spieth. Yep. Jordan Spieth minus 120 for two units. Spieth, he's coming off um, his best season, like overall last season, I would probably say his most consistent season. Um, we hadn't seen that from him in like three or four years. Um, so he got that, that win monkey off his back last year. Finally, I think he'll play, you know, much more free this year. Um, he did all right at the Ryder Cup, you know, really nothing special to to write about. He had that one great save, you know, from that ledge where he almost fell into the lake. Um, he did not putt very well, but Whistling Straits is a pretty tough course. So mm-hmm. I, I think he'll probably do well in these, you know, desert kind of conditions this week with the drier air. And I like Jordan Spieth to finish in the top 20, minus 120 for two units. Okay. Yeah. Big year for Spieth looking to keep it going 
no question. His last tournament on tour was the tour championship, but we did see him at the Ryder cup and uh, I'm sure he's chomping at the bit to get back out there and compete. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he took off uh, last year kind of was a, a different season from after he got that win and did well in a few tournaments, you saw him kind of take off a few months um, towards the end there. I think mm -hmm. he announced his wife was pregnant also. Um, so he seemed to just enjoy the last few months of the year for himself. So hopefully this year he gets back to playing, you know, some more events like he used to play every single event. Um, hopefully this year he can get back to that. And I think he starts his season off on a good foot in Las Vegas. There's no better okay. place to start. All right. Who we got next? Top 20. The next is um, one of the best golfers in the world. Uh, Colin Morikawa, minus 25, top 20 for two units. This is his home course. Um, so this is the course he plays the most. And uh, I feel like minus 125 is criminally underpriced here. Uh, I would have probably had, you know, minus 170 at least. Yeah. Especially seeing that this is his home course. This is where he practices. And he's one of those, Colin's like one of those golfers. I feel like he follows the odds because whenever his odds get up there, like at the Open Championship, wherever he finds himself 30 to 1 to win, 25 to 1 to win, um, place like that, he usually performs the best and, and he wins. Um, so Colin Morikawa, minus 125, two units, four top 20 was a, another, another no-brainer for me here. Yeah, it feels and, uh, like a no-brainer. I agree. Those were probably looking at your odds in the top one in the top twenty. That one shocked me the most with yeah with Morikawa. I, I agree. I thought that would be minus one sixty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, minus one seventy, minus one sixty, somewhere around there. But just minus one twenty-five, and just slightly worse than you know Jordan Spieth um, and Sam Burns when he's probably the best golfer on the world. You know, on his best days. Well, Burns was left off the American team. Now I see a name here next top 20 that was left off the European team, Alex Noren. Yeah, Alex Noren plus 240 for top 20. This is just mm -hmm. a one-unit play. Um, he's been the best putter on bent grass greens the last 24 rounds. So his putter is really rolling well. I think that's going to be really important in Vegas because he's bent grass, faster type of greens. Mm -hmm. um, the drier weather out in Vegas, so they're going to be rolling. Um, you want a guy who's a really good putter. And I think Noren, he's a veteran now. I believe he's like 39 years old. Um, he's been playing great on Europe. The, la the last six months, he's taken his game to like a more consistent level. So I think I think Alex Noren gets it done. Finishes in the top 20 at plus 240 for one unit. Might be my favorite play in the top 20s is this one. This guy's on a damn heater putter putting-wise, and he's – and, and, and T to green, he's, you know, last 24 rounds in this field, he's 27th. You add all that up, strokes gained total, he's sixth. I mean, he's playing great yeah. golf. He was just left off the Ryder Cup team. I think this is a really good play. And he's also another one of those golfers that if he starts out the first round a little slow, he can shoot at 63, 64 back to back and get you right back in this. So mm -hmm. Noren, he's never out of it. And with the shortened field, I really, really like this play. So that's uh, Alex Noren plus 240, top 20. Awesome. All right, we got one more, top 20. Who is it? The next and final top 20 is Mr. Personality himself. Um, I actually love his wife's burner account on Twitter. <laughs> She's the best. Uh, I met her at the Hero World Championship World Challenge a few years ago. Vegas, actually. So she kind of gets a bad rap. Um, but I got Patrick Reed plus 190 for two units to finish in the top 20. He's got the fourth lowest score his last 36 rounds on Tom Fazio courses. Um, so he plays Fazio courses really well. And it's in Vegas. Um, you know, Reed is coming off not being selected for the Ryder Cup. And this is a place where I think his putter um, can give him an advantage over, you know, most of the field. And just as a competitor, I think he really wants to do well in Vegas. Um, so this was another no-brainer for me. Patrick Reed plus 190 for two units, top 20. I'm sorry, did you say she gets a bad rap? I, I mean, granted, I only met her once. You know, she was, she was very nice, but um, I know their, you know, their history with Patrick Reed. It's kind of a weird, uh, it's kind of a, you know, a very weird relationship, like with his family and stuff. But um, 
it's kind of like Aaron Rodgers situation. I kind of guess you can compare it to. Yeah. Um, but you know, I guess nobody really knows the details between, you know, between them yeah. besides them. But uh, yeah, her burner account is like just constantly defending Patrick Reed. Like when he didn't get picked in the Ryder cup, I, I kind of find it hilarious. It's, it's like something I would do. Um, if like my wife played LPGA and I was just defending her online all day under a burner, <laughs> uh, kind of, kind of fun actually. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's pretty good uh, value for, for Patrick Reed. Do you feel like you are constantly overshooting greens or coming up short because you choose the wrong club? Well, if that's the case today is your lucky day because I'm proud to announce my brand new partnership with the boys over at pinned golf. Their brand new ACE rangefinder is amazing, and it's only $199. I've been using it for a couple weeks now, and I was blown away with the quality. It has a slope technology, pin-locked vibration technology, so you know exactly when you are locked onto your target tour lever accuracy. And best of all, it is powered by a USB charge, so you can forget about those little batteries every other rangefinder makes you buy. One 45-minute charge lasts you 50 plus rounds i love it our friends over at pin golf are hooking up all of our listeners with 25 dollars off and free shipping when you use code stripe show that's code stripe show i'm telling you for 175 dollars, you simply cannot beat the ace range finder head out over to pingolf.com and get yourself the ace and get dialed in well he was a little rusty at the shriners you could see it um you know yeah. so he'll be looking to can you know kind of uh, put that to bed and and make some birdies here at the at the summit club all right top 10 now we've got top 10 let's see one two we got four plays here yeah we've got four top 10 plays and the first guy we already went over for top 40 it's uh sam burns plus 250 top 10 for just one unit I like to ride hot golfers, mm -hmm. you know, in my PGA plays and Burns. There's been nobody hotter than him the last couple of weeks. So uh, Sam Burns plus 250, one unit. I think, uh, you know, one of the reasons I like Burns is I think he's like a, he's a really big competitor. Um, he just wants to win, mm -hmm. you know, for, for him. A lot of these guys are playing for, for like money, sponsorships and stuff. It just seems like Burns just really wants to win. He just really wants to kick people's ass. So that's the kind of guy that I like to roll with. And I think he finishes in the top 10. So plus yeah. 250 for me was a no brainer. I like ass kickers too. When you're looking to make some money and he, he looks like he has the intensity uh, to do that. It was fun having his coach on Brad Poling again last week, talking about Sam's game and um, yeah. Rising star for sure. All right. Here's the second name. We haven't, this is a new one here. Top 10. This is a new one. And this is a guy that I'm not, like usually backing too much uh, because I think he's like overrated. Um, but I feel like his expectations this year are maybe down a little bit because it's been so long since he's really, he's really been up there. He did win once last year. Um, Rory McIlroy plus 220, top 10 finish. He loves Vegas. Um, this is just for one unit. He's got the lowest score of anyone on tour for the, for the last 36 rounds on Fazio courses. Mm. Uh, so he plays these courses really well. He sees the greens really well. And he knows that he's got the lowest score of anyone on the PGA tour for the last 36 rounds on, on Fazio courses. So I think he's almost kind of going into this feeling like he's a defending champion, you know, somewhat um, because he has the best numbers in the game on these courses. So I like Rory at plus 224 top 10. I feel like that's pretty good value. And hopefully we can see him win a major this year. Um, and, you know, get back on track for those major victories. Okay. I like that. Rory plus 220, quietly putting well. Got to get the iron game. He gets that iron game back polished again. Um, yeah. Interesting. Tom Fazio, he's played very, very well. I said four picks in the top 10. Excuse me. There's only, you've got three. Here's your third one. Uh, my third one is another golfer that we already went over. Uh, it's Aaron Wise. We're going to take a shot with this one. Plus 550 for just one unit. Like I said, he's got, you know, eighth at the Shriners, 26th at the Sanderson. Um, and he's got the fifth lowest score on Fazio courses his last 36 rounds. 
He's really okay. finding his game right now. And this course, like you said earlier, this course really lays out for him well um, with a nice drive, big drive. Uh, hopefully his putter's working. He can get those irons working. And uh, I like to take a shot with Aaron Wise at plus 550 for one unit, top 10. Well, he knows how to putt in the desert now. This is where he is, right? So he, he putted good last week. Now he comes over, see if he can keep it going. So at at plus 650 or no, plus five fifty seems like a um. It seems like a reasonable. I don't want to say reach, but you're going to have to have some picks that are you know a little bit longer shots, um, like an Aaron Wise, say relative to a Sam Burns. So, you know how I feel, Aaron Wise in the desert. I'd, I'd sign up for this. Yeah, it's easy to just type the DJs, the the Spieths, the McElroys to finish in the top ten. Uh, once in a while, you just have to throw out a long shot. Yeah. I don't think plus 550 is too big of a long shot, especially with his talent level and his, you know, current form. Mm-hmm. So plus 550 for me, it's a pretty good, pretty good value. And he knows the course well. So, and we hit one of those, what, a couple of weeks ago with Hudson Swafford, I believe was right in that area um, in a top 10. So, all right. So now we're going to transition to a little different bet after Thursday's round, round one leader, You've got a list of names here. These are guys that you're not putting a full unit down, but kind of yeah. walk us through how you're going to play these round one leaders. So I like to play a first round leader. It's probably the most popular play that I do because I think last year we had like nine first round leaders. I think on your show, I gave three away alone. Like three in a row. We had Keegan Bradley, I think at the Valspar, mm-hmm. 70 to one. Um, John Rahm. Uh, Sam Burns, a few, a few of them. There was a lot, and I, I really can't remember every single one. But first round leader is like I like first round leaders because you only have to play well for one round. Um, the odds will be higher than the tournament odds to win. Um, you know, I always think that's backwards. I think the odds should be lower to lead for one round than for the tournament. Um, but that's not the case. So um, I just think there's a lot of value in these bets. Um, the payouts are really well, you know, are really mm-hmm. pretty high. And um, they're probably what I'm most known for in golf betting. So I like to throw out a few names. And these bets, we either bet like a half of a unit or a quarter of a unit. So we're not betting a full unit. We're not going to unload like our whole bankroll on some long shot, you know, first round leaders because obviously anything can happen. But I have like a core group of golfers I usually stick to for these um, that usually do well. And I added a few more this week. So we've got like, we've got seven first round leaders, but only three of them are a half unit and uh, four are a quarter unit. So we're only spending uh, one, uh, two and a half units on these, um, which is not very much when you look at the card overall. Um, so I'll get started on those. The first one I like is Jordan Spieth plus 2,600 for a half unit. So a half unit would win 13 units. Uh, mm-hmm. Jordan has Jordan has hit first round leader for me probably eight times himself. Um, so he's been getting me paid for the last five, six years. Um, he's very consistent. Jordan plays, even when he plays bad tournaments, even when he's not very good, he always comes out and plays a very good first round usually. Um, him shooting a 63 in the first round is nothing that would shock me remotely. Um, when he is on, he comes out hot. So I like Jordan Spieth there plus 2,600 for a half unit. Uh, the okay. next one, Rory McIlroy. I don't usually play Rory, um, but he's another guy who can also start fast. And I think at plus 2,900 with the stat that he does have the lowest score on Fazio courses the last 36 rounds, I think plus 2,900 is a pretty good price. So we're also playing that for a half unit. The next play is the last half unit play that, you know, I will give out. It's a uh, Brooks Kepka. I got to go with my boy. Uh, he's in Vegas. He played pretty well last week. I mean, but if you looked at his stats, you wouldn't think so. Um, he's been in Vegas for obviously a couple weeks, you know, just like the other guys. So he's probably pretty acclimated to his surroundings and he he's won the CG CJ cup before. Um, so I think since he's won this tournament in the past, that probably gives him a little, uh, a little mental, you know, mental thought that he wants to go out there and maybe, you know, win for a second time, be a, be a, be a two-time winner here. 
And this field is absolutely loaded. Um, kind of like you said, like a WGC, um, like the BMW, something like that, where he, he likes to, you know, when the world's best golfers are there, he likes to show up. So that's another half unit on Brooks cap at 30 uh, plus 3,100. So you would win uh, 15 and a half units if he wins. Okay. Um, so those are the first three. Um, the next four are a quarter of a unit. So if your unit is a hundred dollars, you're just going to bet $25 on these plays. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's $40, you're going to bet $10. The next one is uh, a guy we've talked about twice already today. Sam Burns plus 3,100. He's everywhere. Unit. He is. And he, <laughs> when Sam Burns plays well, he comes out hot. So mm-hmm. um I've lost, I, I've had Sam Burns beat me for first round leader a few times. So mm. I just make sure I don't get burned again. So we've got Burns plus 3,100 for a half, a, a quarter of a unit. Uh, the next one, Harold Varner, HV3 plus 5,000 for a quarter unit. So a quarter unit would win like 12 and a half units. Um, HV3 is another golfer that comes out hot. Um, he yeah. usually plays first rounds very well, and then he'll kind of fade into the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but he always starts out hot. I mean, I have left him off my card a few times, and he's come back to burn me, where he's you know won the first round leader bet. So I like HV three, especially if it's just one round. So HV three plus five thousand for a quarter unit. The next one is uh, Maverick McNeely. He is a oh. member of he's a member of this course, okay. just like Colin Morikawa. Um, plus 6,000 for a quarter unit. So a quarter unit would win 15 units. He is a member here. And McNeely is a, a very streaky golfer also. So he can get on one of those hot streaks in the opening round and you know be the leader. I, I look for guys with high upside here who can shoot those low rounds. That's basically my requirement to be the first round leader for, you know, for one of my picks. And these guys all meet that bill. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the final one is Johnny Vegas, hundred to a hundred to one to be the first round leader. He hit it for me last season at the three M I believe it was a three M. Um, so I'm taking that for a quarter unit. So a quarter unit here, will win you 25 units. So, I mean, if you bet a quarter unit on Johnny Vegas to win and he wins the tournament, I mean, all these plays are set for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to profit for the entire weekend. So it takes care of everything for you. Um, so I like Johnny Vegas at a hundred to one for a quarter unit. So those are the seven round one leaders I have. Um, it's probably roughly 9% of the field there. Um, yeah. So we've got a, we've got a pretty good shot. So if you hit one of those, uh, you're going to make money because we've only risked two and a half units. So, you know, if you hit any one of those, I think our lowest win is like eight, eight units. So, um, we're looking pretty good there. Yeah. I think, so you know, are- so just. Just to recap here, you've got Spieth, um, McElroy, Kepka, who, you know, Brooks last week, probably not fully engaged. He was at the fight yeah. and things like that. Um, interesting to see where he's at this, this week, comes back a little bit more um, tuned in. Big on Burns, of course, number of bets there. Varner, fast starter. Love the McNeely play. Um, most know about Morikawa as a member. Most probably won't know about McNeely. Yeah. And then Vegas, yeah, he he can make birdies in bunches when he gets going. Um, it feels like a it feels like a good course for Johnny Vegas, too. It does. And honestly, we've hit, I think we're three for three on first round leaders on your on this show. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I like our chances to get the four for four, to be honest. So. I'm gonna All right, so now we got to now we got to go win. All right, so we're gonna go win ticket now. Who do we like to win? You've got four plays here. You know, to win, obviously, these are the toughest plays on the card. Um, last season, if I had a, if I could bet on who got second place, I would have just <sighs> destroyed it because I must have had four or five guys blow the lead on the final day. I mean, it was just brutal. Uh, we had the meltdown with, you know, Harris. Um, yeah. We had the meltdown with uh, uh, South Carolina. The uh, What's his name? The tall guy, Ch- uh, Chesson uh, Hadley. Yeah, thank God. Because I had, I had uh, Higo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that helped you. Not, not me so much, but it helped you. So uh, hopefully we can start off the season with the winner. All right. Here. 
Um, I've got Morikawa to win plus 1,600 for a half unit. So you would yep. win eight units. McElroy plus 1,800 for a half unit. Patrick Reed plus 8,000 for a half unit. So we would win 40 units if he won. And I, I think, I mean, how many times are you going to see Patrick Reed at 80 to one? Yeah. Especially on a course where he, you know, these are, these are the kind of courses he has success. Um, so 80 to one Patrick Reed, I'll take that any day of the week. And then, well, uh, I mean, yeah, Reed at 80 and then gosh, now, now you're, you're next play. You're getting Kepka at 32. Yeah. Former winner here. I mean, not the same course, but the same tournament. And we know he likes to come out and play with the big boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, just for, you know, for comparison, if this was the U.S. Open, Kepka will be 12 to one. So I'll take 32 to one any day uh, for a half unit, win 16 units if he wins. I think those are four really good golfers mm-hmm. that gave you the chance to, you know, come out ahead in this one. I, I think we're going to see a bigger name win this tournament, you know? Oh yeah. I don't, think, I don't, I don't think we're going to see like a guy come from like out of nowhere. Like, you know, I, I don't, I don't think Ricky Fowler is going to have a career rebirth and take down a CJ cup this week. So I really like those names uh, that we had to win. Those are the toughest bets. And, you know, hopefully we can get one when you start the year out with an outright winner. Um, it can really make your season. So, yeah. um, you know, make sure the, the important thing is when you, when you bet these, uh, especially the first round leaders and the outright, uh, the outright winners from site to site, you're going to see a uh, different odds, you know, varying from, you know, some sites varying massively from other sites. Um, so make sure you shop around and get the best odds. Um, because for example, like a Spieth could be, you know, plus 1800 to be the first round leader at one site and plus 2,600 at another site. So make sure you shop around. You want to take the best number really, because when you get these, these big numbers that can pay off largely, mm-hmm. um, if you give up any profit, you're really hurting yourself. So make sure you get the best odds possible, shop around at all the different books and just take the best number you can find. And just before we get to the, we got a few more bets here and you've got your win tickets here. So um, just to kind of recap those, we've got Morikawa at uh, 1600, McElroy 1800, Reed 8,000, Kepka 3,200. Those are the four win tickets. And remember, if you want to get into uh, our giveaway this week, subscribe to the Stripe Show podcast, leave five-star rating and comment who is going to win the CJ Cup plus their final score. Closest to it gets free golf instruction from me and some golf balls from Encore Golf Zero X1. All right, moving on. And I, I like We've got balls. three head-to-head picks. You sent me a few of those balls and, you know, they're, they're very good. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of surprised, you know, you don't really... You know, you don't, I didn't hear about them much, you know, too much before you sent me them, but now it seems like I always hear about them. Um, I've seen them coming, coming up a lot more. So they're definitely more popular. Yeah. Another great ball. All right. Head to head. You got three. There's that Dan Burns name again. Yeah. We've got Sam Burns. These are, these are tournament head to head. So these aren't just, you know, first round. These are for the entire week. Right. Um, we've got Sam Burns minus 120 versus Tony Finau for two units. Um, I think we saw Tony, you know, he got super hot towards the end of last season. He won the BMW and crushed my heart, you know, beating John Rahm. Um, he played, you know, he, he hasn't played in the last few weeks. You know, he's just starting his season uh, now. But uh, I think Sam Burns with his form being as hot as he is, I'll take him over Tony. I think Tony kind of gets going towards the end of the season. You know, he, he's just coming off a little, a little rest. And I think it's just natural for him to be like kind of a slow starter. So I'll take yeah. Burns who's, who's already hitting on all cylinders for two units over Fina. And Fina doesn't, it's not, not a Vegas kind of guy, right? I mean, this yeah. is, Burns is, you know, Burns has got his Michelob Ultras going and Fina's, as you know, probably a little lemonade and iced yeah. tea. So I like I like Burns here minus one twenty. Who you got number two? The second play I have is uh, Alex Noren minus one thirty over Ian Poulter. I think 
you know, we spoke about Noron earlier. He's playing a lot better than Poulter is right now. Um, he's just more consistent. Poulter, Poulter can play well, but, you know, Poulter can only seem to put together one good round right now where Noron can just stretch it out over the course of the week. Um, I'll take his putting any day over Poulter's, especially in their current form. So um, Alex Noren minus 130 to beat Ian Poulter for just one unit. That's Love that. Love that pick. And then the, uh, you know, the third and final tournament head-to-head is Jordan Spieth plus 100 over Louis Oosthuizen for one unit. Uh, we saw Louis played great, you know, last season. Um, he really fell off the last two months of the year. I don't know mm-hmm. if he was injured or what. Um, but we talked about it last week. His putter was just outrageous last year. Um, he was just destroying the, the field every tournament, you know, in putts again. So uh, I think we're going to see, uh, we talked about it last week, that we're going to see regression from Louis this year. It's just impossible for him to keep up that pace. I just don't see it happening. And I think we're going to see him fade a little this year. Um, You're seeing it. Last three tournaments, he's finished in the negative and putting. So it's already starting. And uh, I'll take the, you know, the younger Jordan Spieth, who's probably much fresher um, over Louis right now. So that's just one unit. Jordan Spieth plus 100 to beat Louis Ostasen. Okay. So that'll do it. That's the uh, end of the tournament head-to-heads. And we just got one more bet right here for the tournament. Um, okay. This is the, the top country bet. So um, this is like top nationality. So uh, most sites will have this. It's a, the best player from a certain country. Um, so I'm taking uh, Paul Casey to be the top English player at plus 300. Um, so just to give you an idea of who he's up against, I'll check the odds right now. He's up against Tyrrell Hatton plus 275, Tommy Fleetwood, plus 300, Justin Rose, and Ian Poulter. I think Casey, by far, his form is the best out of all these players right now. Uh, Hatton is just all over the place, especially mentally. He just can't get, you know, one bad shot for him ruins his entire tournament. Tommy Fleetwood, eh, he should be more like plus 500 in this spot. He's not, I think he lost his tour card, didn't he? He did. Uh, yeah, he lost his he PGA did. Tour card. He did. So, I mean, I don't know what the infatuation is with these Tommy Fleetwood numbers. Every single week, he's in like the top half of these numbers, and he just has done nothing to uh, mm-hmm. nothing to validate those numbers for the past couple of years. I mean, never winning a, a tournament in the United States, and it's pretty pretty wild, actually. Um, he's so, become yeah. an overrated ball striker, like he's not as good as he used to be. I think he leans on the short game a little too much. Now I you're preaching to the choir with Fleetwood. I I never play him uh, of that group. I would say Hatton's probably your biggest contender, but I tend to agree. Casey's a much better ball striker. He's stronger mentally over four rounds. It just feels like the yeah. safer play um, with no cut. Yeah. I mean, Casey's been playing great. Uh, he finished last season on fire. Um, so I think he keeps it going. I think he keeps it up. And uh, I definitely like him to win the uh, the English nationality, top English player, plus 300. So um, that is the final play of the card. So we've got quite a lot of plays. I mean, you know, but by comparison, this is uh, less plays than I have every week usually because every week uh, we have a daily email too with like round one plays, round two plays, round three plays, final round. So um, the, the the futures card like we have here is always the biggest. Um, but we're not playing round play this week. So hopefully we can just crush it right here. Yep. Hopefully everything wins and we just win 300 units <laughs> and then we just retire. <laughs> you know, that would be the ideal scenario here. So I hope everybody, you know, I hope everybody just enjoys the card. Yeah. Um, anything, anything that you want to give it, like you want to no, give I it wanted a winner this, or what? No, I think, um, you know, I didn't go into the full handicap this week cause I knew we were doing this and, um, you know, usually I'll really do more if I'm giving my picks out, but I wanted to kind of make this about, you know, your book and you were giving away, you usually charge for this. So this has been great. And, and we certainly thank you for doing this and for my followers, 
um, go check you out. How do they, you know, where, where, where do they go? Website, DM you to learn more about your golf package that you put out every week. Uh, right here, right here. Uh, what are you going to do? Put bookie. it up on the screen? What are you like? Right here. Freaking me out. Bookie huh? On Twitter. Um, no, didn't you see that? It says beating the bookie right there. I'm pointing. Oh, right there. It. Oh, you're pointing. At, I got you at beating the yeah. bookie on Instagram yeah. or Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. At beating the bookie, Instagram or Twitter. That's my website also. So you just add the dot com on the end. You'll get to my website. Um, the most common place people find me is on Twitter. Um, that's where you okay. found me. That's where I found you. So you'll find me on Twitter and you can just check me out there. You don't have to buy anything. I give out plenty of free plays all the time. Every day I give out free plays. So even if you don't buy anything, you can still come have fun. We have fun. You know, we, we, we laugh, you know, we make yeah. jokes and it's all about winning, you know? So as long as we're winning, everybody is happy. Yep. Good stuff, man. We appreciate it. Um, this is uh, well, we'll do it again. We'll have you back on, on Tuesday. And as I mentioned, you know, Tuesday, on the podcast, we're kind of transitioning into more of this type of gambling, golf gambling. We'll do some DFS in the future with it. Um, but I really wanted to make this more about your book this week. So beating the book, thank you for this. And um, uh, everybody go put their bets in, shop around, and good luck this week. Tomorrow on the podcast, Wednesdays with Froggy, uh, we, we interview tour players. And tomorrow will be Adam Hadwin, who finished sixth last week at the uh, Shriner. So we've got a fun show scheduled for you on Wednesday. Thanks for joining us here on a Tuesday. Good luck with those bets. Let's take a second to talk about the folks over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation across the golf industry and with golfers everywhere for its combination of value, performance, and customer service. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is flipping the script on golf technology through perimeter-weighted balls made with the high-density particles and proprietary nanotransitional layer offering players enhanced accuracy, control, and distance. Encore recently added the Vero X1 to its suite of award-winning golf balls, one that already included the Golf Digest Gold-Rated Elixir and Low Compression Avant 55. Through its full suite of golf balls, Encore can help transform any golfer's game. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more info about Encore and start revolutionizing your game. Now back to the Stripe Show podcast.